the Public News Service Daily Newscast, January the 18th, 2024. I'm Mike Clifford. Indiana is among states dealing with an attorney shortage crisis and its potential impact on the criminal justice system. As states grapple with the shortage, Indiana Supreme Court Chief Justice Loretta Rush is building a special panel of experts in search of solutions. Maurer School of Law at Indiana University Dean Christiana Ochoa is one of the voices on the panel. She says the shortage follows a decline in law school applicants. The crisis was further exasperated in 2020 when Valparaiso Law School closed. Now the state faces the consequences, especially in rural areas where lawyers are in short supply. Indiana is not alone in this quandary, but we are certainly feeling it. And this is a problem that we've been aware of or concerned about for actually a number of years, but it's it's getting worse rather than better. To tackle challenges, Achoa believes a comprehensive approach involving legal education programs, limited licensure, and peer legal services tailored to address gaps may help ease the crunch. I'm Joe O'Leary, Public News Service. The attorney shortage is crucial, but advocates say the issue is much broader, pointing to residents in rural areas who face challenges accessing information because small-town newspapers have closed and there's a shrinking landscape of medical and social services. Meantime, a divided U.S. Supreme Court debated whether and how to curtail the power of federal agencies Wednesday, with liberals urging the court to defer to the judgment of government experts and conservatives saying judges should not systematically favor government regulators over private companies, industry, or individuals in litigation. That from the Washington Post. They report the court's decision has the potential to significantly limit the flexibility of federal agencies to regulate vast swaths of American life, including the environment, financial markets, public health, and the workplace. Next to Montana, where environmental groups have filed suit against the U.S. Forest Service to stop a large logging project. As part of the Mud Creek Project, the Forest Service would bulldoze 43 miles of new roads into the Bitterroot, burn more than 40,000 acres, carve a two and a half mile long trail for motorized vehicles into the forest, and log almost 14,000 acres, 4,800 of which would be clear cut. Alliance Executive Director Mike Garrity says the Mud Creek Project would devastate this section of the Bitterroot in northwest Montana. The name of the project says it all, Mud Creek. This watershed is bull trout critical habitat. So bulldozing in all these new roads and clear-cutting as many acres means sediment from these roads combined with runoff from the logging burning will flow into streams. I'm Mark Moran. This is Public News Service. Maybe hard to believe, but American 15-year-olds rank 28th in the developed world for math skills on international assessments. Now a new study aims to find out why many teenagers are turned off by math. Researchers from the nonprofit Youth Truth polled 90,000 students and found only 57% consider it important to learn math. Jennifer DeForest with Youth Truth notes that students value a good relationship with their teacher. Students would describe, for example, that their teachers set up classroom routines that require them to ask questions. And really interestingly, those teachers also created classrooms that recognize that learning math is a social process. I'm Suzanne Potter. And a Pennsylvania high school is setting students up for high-flying careers. Terry D. reports the Wallenpaupak Aeronational Science and Aviation Program provides students with hands-on education 
Eric Greenberger directs the program at Wallen Paul Pack High School. He says it's one of a kind in-house program focuses on four specific careers in the aviation world. We train students here in the high school during the school day to become professional pilots, air traffic controllers, aviation maintenance technicians, and managers in an aviation business. So we're the only school that's doing that in the state of Pennsylvania, and we're the only school in the entire country that's doing what we're doing in the ways that we're doing. Using decades of aviation industry knowledge and contacts, Greenberger says he was able to put together the aviation program in just six months for just $3. All he needed to do was persuade the school district to allow him to do it. It did. And he was able to secure three donated airplanes for just $1 each. Finally, Eric Galatis reports recent large-scale fires that have consumed entire communities in what's called the wildland-urban interface are a result of human-built structures rather than wildfires. The details now on this Proceedings of the National Academy of Sciences, Pulitzer Center on Crisis Reporting, and Colorado News Connection Collaboration. Wildland urban fire disasters, including the Marshall Fire in Boulder County that killed two people and destroyed over a 1,000 homes, are not actually a wildfire problem, according to new analysis published in the journal Proceedings of the National Academy of Sciences. Report co-author Dave Calkin says these events are actually urban fires that just happen to be sparked by wildfire. To prevent future disasters, he says communities need to address what makes buildings vulnerable to ignition. It becomes a matter of how the community is designed and how the structures are are built and their immediate surroundings that really define survivability. This is by Clifford for Public News Service, member and listener supported. Hear us on interesting radio stations, your favorite podcast platform. Find our trust indicators at publicnewsservice.org.